Welcome to Level 10 Mastery with Ben Lawler. On this podcast, we interview the best and brightest in all walks of life. By doing this, we help you, our listener, become the best version of yourself. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome back, Level 10 Mastery listeners. Today we have a very special episode with Stacy Oliver Neal. Stacy makes it a point to enrich others' lives through yoga and spa magazine, as well as the annual Living Fit Expo, fundraising opportunities, networking, and the extraordinary people lectures. She has touched hundreds of, of thousands of lives through her work, yet her mission remains the same to motivate others to live a healthy, dynamic, self-empowered life. Stacy is available to speak at corporate events, staff meetings, fundraisers, and is available for one-on-one coaching. So Stacy is the founder and publisher of Yoga and Spa Magazine, the director of the Living Fit Expo. Um, Stacy makes it a point, again, to enrich others' lives. She, uh, she was recently awarded the Trademark Women of Distinction Honor uh, 2017. Stacy, welcome to the episode. Hi, Ben. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell us what's uh, what's new and exciting in your world. Well, right now it's what I call expo season. We are gearing up uh, to uh, have over 4,000 women at Plaza Frontenac January 27th. Wow. We have 60 vendors. It's really a great opportunity uh, this is the ninth year of the event, and uh, the women that come to this event really are seeking their resources for the new, our New Year's resolutions. Yes. Uh, so uh, we have every year we have some new cutting edge health, beauty, uh, you know, anti aging um, vendors to uh, meet those needs and to help everyone reach their goals in 2018. It's Fantastic. Up. Gosh, that's exciting. Now, let's back up a little bit. So how did your how did your journey start? Tell us a little bit about your your upbringing, where you grew up, and, and kind of fill in the gaps to where well, you are today. Well, I am from Herman, Missouri, actually, though we have, there are, I have a lot of family members in uh, St. Louis, but my parents moved out to the country in uh, the early 70s, I guess it was, and so I started kindergarten out there, and it was a really great town. You know, it's where the wineries are, so kind of a little touristy town. Yeah. And, uh, Some of our favorite wineries are out there. In we're fact, taking uh, the train. We're taking friends. We do it every Christmas. Uh, you ever stay at uh, Herman Hill out there? I haven't stayed there yet. Gosh, it's, it's a gorgeous. beautiful... My yeah. wife and I go each year. It's spectacular. Yes, yeah. We just take the train for a day and eat at the gourmet restaurant, the vintage at Stone yes. Hill, and tour the winery. It's just a really incredible... That winery uh, was w- one of the third uh, largest producing wineries on the planet in the 1800s before no Prohibition. Kidding. Yeah, a million gallons of wine. Now I hear Herman was like the it was like the original Napa Valley. <laughs> it was. It was well. It was settled by Germans, so it reminded them of the Rhine River. Okay. So settled in the 1800s, and they grew grapes. It took uh, most of the residents in Herman to stomp the grapes <laughs> and produce a million gallons wow. of wine. They had, um, I'm going to give the tour here. I'm giving Yeah, let's do it. Let's take, that. Let's take the have, tour as long as we're at it. So let's talk wine. Uh, they had 50,000 gallon uh, wine 
you know, what do you call it? Where Gosh, the, the big, sits in the, the big drum, the, the bat. The drum. <laughs> we're not saying the right word. Yeah, so it's probably, it you know what we're talking about. <laughs> it's though. like over seven feet tall. Um, and they had 12 of them and they had each one of uh, the disciples, Christ's disciples on each one. But then prohibition, when they shut it down and yes. destroyed all of the... Uh, what are those wine containers called? You know, we'll have all to, of us are looking we'll at each other. We'll have that in the uh, we'll have that in the show notes. People listening are yes. saying it uh, to these crazy people. Uh, anyway, but so those um, paintings, the, the those ends of they were shipped to South America. Nobody knows what happened to them, so they really? have never resurfaced, which is a shame. Yeah, but, incredible. Um, Wow, so you so, grew up in Herman, and yeah. then fast forward, how did you end up? Uh, I went to Mizzou, and then, um, well, really the, the mission behind the magazine came when I was 29 years old. My first husband died of cancer. Okay. And so I... Gosh, uh, at 29. I yeah, can, he was I 34. Imagine. Wow. But still, very young. And I was like, what is this cancer thing? Like, of yes. course, everyone, I was at BJC every day with right. my husband. And I'm like, I saw everybody there had cancer. I was like, whoa, what an, I was impacted for the yes. first time by cancer. So I was in real estate. I was a gun degree agent okay. back in the day for 12 yeah. years. That's my past life. And uh, I had a, a real estate agent that had the same type of leukemia. And she was being treated also by a Chinese medical doctor. Okay. And I just observed, I was interested. I was like, wow, what, what do you do these other? She also did her Western treatments at BJC. and um, But she did live six years longer than my husband. Really? And her quality, I have to say, her quality of life was took me aback during her uh, chemo and her uh, bone marrow transplants and things. She definitely had higher quality of life. So, so tell me about that. What was so the, what I, was the treatment or the well, me- I methodology? Know. I don't know, but I started reading the Healthy Planet, which I later published in Aspen, Colorado. I started okay. reading our local Healthy Planet, kind of looking to yes. save him, kind right. of with holistic treatments. Absolutely. He, he, I will tell you, he was not interested at all. So he died very textbook year and a half leukemia yeah. trial. That you know, that's it. So, uh, but however, I. As a caretaker, you know, we're, our energy's drained. You need energy. And we had a baby. Sure. We had a one-and-a-half-year-old. So wow. I'm driving to the hospital every day and working. I have my real estate clients, and yeah. it was crazy. So you had your hands full. I started getting a massage every week. I started getting acupuncture for my own self. Yes. Uh, just to keep just, your energy levels yeah, and your yeah. mental state. Yeah. And then um, about six months after he died, I just uh, had a vision to the idea to publish a holistic healthcare magazine. And and that didn't happen for a few years. But um, I did start it about four years later in Aspen, Colorado. I started the Healthy Planet. Okay. So tell me about that. Whenever it first started out, I mean, what were some of the challenges? What were some of the the trials and tribulations that you that you went through early on. Well, with every business owner, it's cash flow. So, yeah. but I got to tell you, the first issue I launched with just the uh, advertising dollars, it was very well received in Aspen. Really, a couple major people came on board, bought ads, and it was printed up. You know, it was in the in the black, printed just with ad advertising. So, Fantastic. So I just I used the model of the. Healthy Planet in St. Louis. So J.B. Okay. Lester really coached me. Yes. And um, 
That was great. You know, it's a lot of just sales. I just went out there, hit the sure, streets. Sure, absolutely. Aspen just and, telling your story. And, and there uh, was no competition, which is why I thought of doing it. So I yes. moved there and I thought, well, there's no resource for people yeah. for massage. for uh, so, And it was also well received as an environmental publication. Okay. So, yeah. But my bigger vision was always a glossy mainstream health and beauty magazine to reach yes. mainstream women. Uh, who frankly are sick of getting breast cancer and sick of being right. sick and tired. And, you know, we can have amazing, powerful lives uh, not at the expense of our health and wellness. Definitely. And, um, but it takes some work. It takes going to yoga. It takes yes. actually sitting down and meditating. So, you know, it, so tell us about that. Tell, you know, our listeners out there, I mean, what are some of the benefits of of yoga, of well, the uh, meditation. So the true purpose of yoga is to prepare to meditate. Okay. So my take on that, my personal take is an experience is that yoga releases stress from the body. Sure. So that's the first step in being able to meditate and, and relax um, and go deeper into meditation. Gosh, because it's so important this day and age. I mean, people, it seems like they're just so... They're so we are bound all up. Bound tight. People are so stressed. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm busy. I have to go to this meeting. I don't have time to talk. I, uh, I can't do it. So this is a great way to just, just kind of unwind. Yeah, and really the secret is, um, the less stressed we are, the bigger life we can create. Yes. And then the catch twenty two is the bigger life we create, the more we have to meditate and take time right. in order to for it to all not unravel mm -hmm. in a, order for us to hold that big life yes energy absolutely and so you know kids uh second homes but, right you know yes it's, it's, keeping it all together yeah because you'll see a lot of successful people lose it all then they'll create it again then they'll lose it again right. you know so they're they're extraordinary manifestors but if we're not healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it's very hard to maintain a big life. Right. I'll write in my, you know, we have a copy of my little emotional intelligence book. Yes. And in there I talk about, you know, some of the most successful households financially have uh, some of the most dysfunctional families. And Gosh, I've seen that, it firsthand. That amazing, brilliant financial provider, you know, might not have the mental emotional resources or support so they're just coming home checking out never getting off the cell phone or checking out with alcohol you know in the other room or you know so it's all about having that emotional or or spiritual and uh, support so, so stacy tell us about that a little bit uh, tell us about kind of your a daily routine. Do you have any morning rituals or evening routines that well, you I love follow or practice? I, you know, I think if we have a good routine, we feel safe in it, which is a good thing. Yes. Um, of course, safety is an illusion, but but so what? It it definitely it, it helps. So I my routine is um, I try to wake up naturally without an alarm. Okay. <laughs> Wow, so just listen to your biological <laughs> yeah. clock. So it, so the medicinal behind yoga is the whole lifestyle from India is called Ayurvedic 
So there's Ayurvedic medicine, Ayurvedic yes. lifestyle, and yoga is part of that. Okay. So in Ayurvedic uh, lifestyle or medicine, you um, you go to bed before 10 a.m. It's called the circadian earth rhythm, circadian, and you um, so getting to bed before 10 p.m. is important, and you will naturally wake up before 6 a.m. And the point of that is if you our body rhythms, if we, um, and if for all you Ayurvedic professionals out there, I know I'm botching all the terminology, but hopefully it makes sense to the uh, layman. Um, if you stay up past 10, you will start, and probably people experience this, students will experience it. If they study too late, then they mm -hmm. can't get to sleep. Sure. It's because another uh, wiring or, um, you know, energy's kicked in. Right. So that's not good, though. Sure. Because then it's 2 a.m. and you can't fall asleep. So right. getting to bed before 10 is really important. And then if we get up before 6 or if we sleep past 6 a.m., you'll experience grogginess and then um, you won't. You know, you're kind of groggy in the Absolutely. morning. Absolutely. It takes longer to kick start. Right. So, and then people try to meditate. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm tired. I need a stimulant. Yeah. I need so coffee. Just, I need Yeah, uh, exactly. If you just experiment with it, um, I found it really to be true. So I try to get to bed before 10 p.m. Not always. I'm not perfect. Um, and try to get up before six. And that's so it's, and I, but what I always do, no matter what time, is try to get eight hours of sleep. Okay. You that's know? the first step. Yeah. Eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Whether it's 11 to seven or yes. 10 to six, it's, I got to get that eight hours. It seriously is about beauty sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, there, is, yes. there is truth to that, getting our beauty sleep. So, so my ritual is get up before six and I go light a candle and some incense and then I do head to worship before the coffee maker. Wonderful. A great way to a great way to start the day before And it's more the ritual before of the it, coffee. making it and and um and then I uh, head to my special spot in the uh, family room on the couch with my journal and uh, meditation. I'll do some spiritual readings and have my uh, spirit time, quiet time. Okay. My husband will get up and he takes the dogs. He goes on a spirit walk. Okay. He's not much of a sit. His is more. <laughs> but, you know, walking he's mobile. Is meditation. Sure, and I hear so meditation go. can be it can be different for each person, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, for each person, yeah, walking, it can be. Walking meditation is very powerful. Fantastic. Well, let's let's shift gears a little bit, uh, Stacy. With your, you know, gosh, with everything that you have going on, how do you uh, become the best at your craft? How do you constantly uh, sharpen your saw to, to always be improving? I walk the talk. I really, um, and that's been the beauty of me publishing uh, uh, Health and Beauty magazine. So mm -hmm. I, I just feel like, well, I have to get to yoga because I do publish a yoga magazine. I right. And it's just kind of a, uh, keeps me on the straight and narrow, Absolutely. so to speak, and I get all the benefits. So, uh, you know, I've flown around the world to spas and resorts to write about them and experience their, um, you know, uh, all the things that they have. They have every spa now, our resort now has a high-end spa, and they have health and wellness retreats are just huge at resorts right. now. Um so where are some of the, the top or the most interesting spas that you've oh, experienced across, well, the, uh, across the globe? We were flown to Bonaire 
that was that's the ABC Islands yes. off the coast of Venezuela. Right. So that was quite a trip and a really nice uh, five star resort. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of the name name of it. Harbor. Uh, gosh, that's been some years ago. I'm sorry, I can't think of the name. And of if that. you don't have um, it again, we'll put it in the the show notes. Yeah. The, the um, another great experience was at what is now the Lowe's, but it was the flagship hotel for north america for the mandarin orientals okay and that was in san francisco downtown san francisco so uh you know they put me up in the luxury suite overlooking (laughs) the san francisco bay and just amazing and the spa experience was incredible there wow Um, yeah how about here in st louis i mean it seems like there's a lot around town oh yeah well we have a beautiful four seasons of course yes that's one of our favorites here in town incredible i love a little uh, you know, and even Ameristar is a little gem of a secret. Okay. Their spa. I've never tried it there. I right. I'm totally not into casinos, but I sneak away to their spa, the Ara A R A spa. Yes, I've heard about it. Is uh, wonderful. I mean, it's a full on hot tub, steam room, sauna. The and their therapists are really, really high quality. Okay, there. top yeah, notch. Interestingly, it, it, they are. And uh, then there's a really sweet spot. I feel like. I've gotten away out of town, though it's only 45 minutes in Augusta, Missouri. Okay. A um, bed and breakfast and spa, Halcyon Spa. She, Kathy Kessler is the owner. She has a day spa there that is just a wonderful retreat, getaway, escape for, you know, if you get have, you know, four hours and just really want to wind down. Mm-hmm. Great therapist. They have Eminence Products, which is this 50-year-old organic skincare line that I love. So, and she just, she is the real deal. She, they have a, there's a yoga studio there. There's an infrared sauna. Um, and what was the name of that one again? That's Halcyon Spa in Halcyon. Augusta. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. We'll also put that one in the show notes. Yeah. Now, along with, uh, you know, walking the talk, Stacy, you have a lot of uh, leadership responsibilities. What would you say for our listeners, what are some of those leadership qualities or traits that uh, a person really needs this day and age? You know, I think just to be an example of, I wrote something down really great. Mm-hmm. You're going to edit this, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm leading by examples. Mm-hmm. I always share my experience okay. and my secrets to my success with my staff. Okay. I so just always, being an open book. Yeah. And, Transparency uh, is huge. Right. Don't keeping it. Don't keep it close to the vest. Yeah. No. Lay it out there. No Share fear your... of, oh, if I share my secrets, though, you know that. I always saw that in the corporate world. I thought it was the craziest thing when people mm-hmm. were like trying to keep their job yeah. security by not, you know, well, not sharing you know, the way I see how it. to do the something. Yes. I, think that's crazy. I mean, it's like the, uh, what's well, the scarcity mentality versus the abundance mentality. Yeah. Right? The scarcity mentality says, Stacy, there's only enough for me, so I'm not going to share it. But the abundance says, there's enough for everybody to go around. So let me share everything that. I do yeah, and everything I, that works. I actually do the complete opposite. And and I seek out um, young versions of me okay. to work for me. All right. You know, I don't believe that there's not another me that can, you know, take over this magazine in a few years. Absolutely. You know, I, I mean, young men, young women that yeah. you can really yeah. take under your wing and, yeah. and show the ropes. Yeah. And because um, to me... The more I can hand off, 
the freer I am to create more. Yes. To create, have the next great idea to um, support the our advertisers in the magazine or uh, so share with our readers. Um, yeah, so the more that's off my, clear off my plate, give to my editor-in-chief, our marketing manager, uh, whoever at the magazine, uh, the more free time I have to... Uh, create, you know, the ladies spa nights we're doing yeah. every other month now. We're having right. over a hundred women at our, at the Spotted Pig uh, in Ladue, and we're having a, a spa night. Fantastic! Or well, you know, enhance the expo. Yes. So. so tell us about that. Outside of uh, you know the publication and outside of uh, you know the expo, what are some of your other uh, you know some of your other passions and, and purposes that you're really um, that you're really into? Well, uh, I am the. Uh, 2015 Missouri Whitewater Kayak Champion. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> wow, 2015 Missouri I Kayak. Compete in the six, 2016. So what does that look like? I mean, how do you that, well, how do you get Saint, that title? Well, the Missouri Whitewater Championships are held every March in uh, on the St. Francis River. Okay. Down, and I have a cabin on the St. Francis River, and uh, so I participated in got this big medal in the mail i'm like really (laughs) in in my age bracket female and and type of kayak i was competing in and so that was fun everybody should get a medal that even completes that downriver race it's pretty it's challenging huh (laughs) if you make it out alive then uh, then you you get a medal over and it's march so it's freezing cold water but wow well that's a big deal um so, Stacy, let me ask you this: Throughout your your life, who who have been some of the biggest uh, influences on you? Good or or bad or all of the above? I would say all of the above. Okay, well, you know, I my father, I have to say, and a lot of people that know him would be shocked for me to say that. Um, you know, of course, it was good and bad. He was a violent alcoholic. Yeah. And but that was a huge impact. Obviously, negative. Sure. However, um, you know, he was a wild man in in a kind of a good way. He was the bust out '60s Harley riding. You know, always had the wild parties at our house and. It was very unsafe in a lot of ways. Yeah, I can imagine. But there was important energy to that. He was an an event man. I mean, we have a lot. We had live rock and roll bands. Sure, you probably learned some uh, event planning in the process, right? It cannot be a coincidence that I hold some of the best parties in St. Louis. Right, you learned that along the way. I've just put the taken the sex, drugs, rock and roll and change that to health, wellness. Okay. You know, well-being. Take the, uh, the foundation focus. and then yeah. shift the focus. Yeah, but he was a real um, host with the most. And um, How about on the positive side? Who have been maybe some of the more positive uh, you know, influences in, I, your, well, in your world? Well, I would not be where I'm at without um, – because for me to reach hundreds of thousands of people, and that is true, because yeah. I have printed over a million wow. magazines. That's incredible. Copies. Yeah, I don't know where I hit that mark, but a few years ago, I, I had the awareness of, whoa, I have printed a million copies. That's spectacular. So, between Colorado, Aspen, Colorado, and St. Louis. Yeah. So, I, you know, that is not done without incredible supportive people. Right. And, um, you know, anywhere from 
the advertisers who are all health practitioners, I've always taken advantage of mm-hmm. trying them all out. Yes. I can't, I've tried everything, uh, you know, from I've done five vision quests, you know, Native American vision quests. Yeah. And I have experienced hundreds of uh, the sweat lodge ceremonies uh, to, uh, you know, intuitive life coaches, um, acupuncture, uh, just, you know, whatever's out there. But, you know, I'll be the first to tell you that as soon as I think I've tried it all, there's some new There's something new that <laughs> you've never heard, that you've never experienced. Yeah, uh, one I heard last night was, and I think she's coming in the magazine, the tapping, which I have heard of it in Europe. Okay. So and what is that exactly? Is, uh, tapping is, uh, I can't speak to it really. I've experienced it. I actually had a radio show where I've had someone local on that does it. So it's, it's changing your, um, so say you have a com- compulsive or obsessive disorder yes. or, or some type or some self-sabotage. Yes. They can almost in one session change it for you i know exactly Almost like what hypnotherapy you're similar to hypnotherapy but yes. it's a different i would i would assume i'm wow i'm in fact lewis howes recently had a podcast where he talked about tapping and they had an expert on that actually performed oh, tapping great, during great. the yeah. the podcast yeah. so uh i have experience that but um, now tell us about the vision quest what is that exactly what is that what oh, does that look uh, like well the native american vision quest is where you go uh, a shaman put you out on a mine have always been on in the mountains or one was in Sedona in the desert and you are you sit out there for three days and three nights no food or water you do have a sleeping bag um you're just in complete silence and and do nothing in your spot you make 500 pair ties and that's your 400 yes and that's your kind of sacred space out there your circle and um Supposedly, wild animals will not cross the line, and nor have they on my five that I've done. I didn't. Have now, any why problems. is that? Why will they know. not? It's just I think because your t- intention is to be there, mm-hmm. to be with spirit, and and uh, yeah, I mean I've had bears walk by, but you know, and if you're sitting quietly in the woods, really wild animals are not going to mess with you. Sure, if you're not disturbing the right. natural environment. Right. right. So, um, uh, those are very powerful. Um, because without food or water or distractions, you are left with yourself. Wow. <laughs> no, my, Which? Son, my son grew up doing them. He did his first at 12. He's now 22 years old. At 16, he was heading out on, uh, he did just one night, one-nighters uh, at 12 and 13. And then at 16, he was doing his first three-night. And he said, how do you deal with the hunger? And I said, I really had have always had so much mental emotional stuff come up that like I don't even notice till like yeah. day three that I'm thirsty. <laughs> it <laughs> so, doesn't even. But hit I guess you for until... a sixteen-year-old cross-country yeah. runner, he's it's a different story. He's thinking, he said. "Hey, he's I'm like, hungry. I'm, 16, I'm thirsty. I'm always hungry." You know. Wow. So let me ask you this, Stacy. You've you've experienced a lot, you know, between the Vision Quest and the Sweat Lodge and, and mentors. What are some Maybe some principles or, or some wisdom that you really uh, that you live by on a on a daily and, and weekly basis. Really, I live by the principle that to love myself and to uh, if I if my cup isn't full, you know, you think of the my cup runneth over mm-hmm. saying, if my chalice isn't full, I have nothing to give. And really, all I have to give is the run over, the runoff. Right. And I'm speaking energy. Absolutely. And 
emotional right. uh, peace, serenity. Uh, so we do have a lot of people in our society. Well, I call them raging codependents. So mm -hmm. <laughs> they're running around saving the world, doing for others. And, oh, she does so much. Oh, she does so much for everybody. You know, raging she's, codependence. She's probably obese. She's yeah. sick. She's, you know, so <clears throat> I'm always not impressed when I hear people talk about other people that are doing so much for so many other people. Because... Yes. I'm like, are they taking care of themselves, though? Yeah. You know, are well, they, I've heard that before in relationships. They, I mean, you truly have to love yourself before you can love others, really right? Really be of service to others. And doing everything for somebody else is not always helping them. No. You know, uh, I try to not do so much for my kid. I let my kid fall on his face. Yeah, I let him figure it out. I said no when he wanted to. It was the first time I had to say no to my kid. He wanted to move home from college after the first semester in Colorado. I mean, I spent so much energy getting him out, set up for yes. college. I'm like, no, I'm done. That's where life lessons are made, though. Yeah. Right? I'm done. You're Instead of just saying, yes, it's easy, it come home. It was scary, though, because he was depressed. He was depressed. And right. And had some, you know, you want to leave the planet, give up. And mm -hmm. so it was tough for me to say no. So Man. I just had my feelings. I'd cry, and my husband would hold me when I get off the phone and say no to my son, no. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and in the end, the kid got an inheritance I didn't know about during the semester break. He mm -hmm. could have moved himself home. Yeah. But he did stay out there and for that I think his self-esteem was was better and I didn't find out later that he got an inheritance okay and, and how's he doing he now he could have moved himself he was he's fine he finished the year yeah he did move home okay. he was in our basement for a couple months and then he got his own apartment here and he's 38 credit hours away from graduating with an English degree from Amsel that's awesome yeah but it doesn't always go that way sure you know we we did um my husband lost a child from drug addiction, so mm. it's even harder Man. for us to say no. Absolutely, it just terrified. I can only imagine. So it doesn't always, you know, tough love doesn't always work out. Sure, so. but you have to, you have to go with your gut, right? You have to it go with is, your your heart. It is just a personal, a personal. But the, the important thing is to go inside and check out and make that decision with consciousness, mm -hmm. make conscious choices rather than um, choices from fear. So hopefully whatever happens, we are, um, we're okay with the outcome. Definitely. Because if we know that it was the right decision for us. And I just, I went out to that halcyon spot actually mm -hmm. during all the drama when he Did was home really? for Thanksgiving break. Yes. Mom, I can't believe you're not letting me move home. You're terrible parents, blah, yes. blah, blah. I took a day out to, at a halcyon spa and uh, was laying in the infrared sauna, fell asleep, and I woke up and just had a clear no. Really? No, I'm not paying for him to move home, nor am I letting him live in my basement yes. for a few years until he figures out what he wants to do right. with his life. But it, but it <laughs> takes that thought, right? No. It takes that reflection and of, it was of just sitting a back. Really peaceful, confident, love him, but no. Yeah. You know? Wow. And then he went to running to his grandparents, and of course they can't say no. Yes. So that's I had right. a couple phone calls with them. Uh -huh. I don't think it's okay to move him home and let him live in your basement. I had three phone calls to my former in-laws, whose son died. Okay. So that was hard yes. to call them to say, mm, no, I need you to have my back on this. Right. It's important and to be so on the they, same page. 
uh, finally did say no and um, backed me up. And then the kids surrendered, and he's like, I'm done fighting. Okay. <laughs> you know, and he went back, and we gave him, called him, I called him every day. Yeah. He still, though, it's a very sore subject because he felt completely abandoned by us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we all have that moment where we feel abandoned by sure. our parents. Everybody <laughs> has it. It's, it's bound to happen. Everybody Eventually. So. Well, Stacy, I tell you what, um, Leah has given me the nod. So that means at this point, it's time for the lightning round. And uh, during the lightning round, these are basically 10 questions uh, mm-hmm. that I'm going to ask you. You have uh, between 30 and 60 seconds uh, per question to give some real life advice to, uh, to our listeners. Great. So. Uh, so question number one, whenever it comes to health and wellness, what advice do you have for, uh, for our listeners? It should be the number one priority every day. And then all your dreams can come true. Mm-hmm. And you will be there for your children, your boss, your employees, yes. if you take care of yourself first. That's awesome. Uh, number two, what advice do you have whenever it comes to uh, relationships and love? Oh, love yourself because you yeah. cannot love another unless you fully love yourself That's right. and with an open heart. So, and people for uh, that have broken hearts, it came to me once, probably in a sweat lodge, that uh, to let my heart break wide open when mm-hmm. you are a relationship ends, let your heart break open because that will be your strongest gift. Amazing. And strengthen your heart. So just let it, you know, cry and cry and let your heart break. Yes. And that will you, then you will have a better um, opportunity to attract your soulmate. Fantastic. Uh, Number three is uh, wealth and finance. What advice do you have for our listeners whenever it comes to financial well-being? (laughs) Well, for me, my key has been, (laughs) I just beat my head against the wall for financial well-being and uh, and was a single mom. And, you know, I'd have huge breakthroughs, but in the end, I attracted a multimillionaire. So there you go. (laughs) There you go. That's what you do. It's the law of attraction, right? But now I do want my own wealth. And with the sale of the magazine, that that has launched me into that. Absolutely. But... um, I love being with a provider. I never, my father wasn't a good provider. None of my husbands were. And so and my dad had two marriages before this one. And so I really love being with a provider. And he, yes. he loves to be a provider. So, and he's just a brilliant businessman. So I have that uh, for whatever my next adventure of business to is. To bounce business ideas. Is. And yeah. So, but, but my point of that really is you can attract whatever you do want into your life. So, uh, as a man or a woman, if it, if you do want financial wealth, it really goes back to uh, creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yes. it's about doing less and being more. Right. If that makes sense, it's about doing less. It's kind of the opposite of what our society and what we're taught is work, work, work hard. Yes. However, you'll you'll see people that do that that never get anywhere and you'll see people like me who sit and meditate and take more naps and create more abundance and and money and business so it that's what's worked for me uh to to take time uh and then i know the the next right person to contact Mm -hmm. to do the next big deal yes if I'm out there chasing it just runs from us exactly but if you take the time to set back meditate 
relax and be specific right. and intentional. And just ask That's where the good universe or whoever who would benefit by being on the next cover of the magazine. Who okay. would benefit from being at the Living Fit Expo and, and being in front of 3,000 affluent women that day? Mm-hmm. And I just sit quietly and and the answers come, or I'll bump into someone that day who who wants to participate. I love it. Um, number four, we talked about this a little bit, but uh, mindset and motivation. How do you uh, maintain your peak energy levels, your peak state throughout the day whenever mm. it comes to mindset? Physically or, or men- mentally? So mentally. Um, it's a little bit of both. So, so mentally, if I'm feeling drained, you know, obviously going to yoga, always taking my morning time. Um, but I'm big on yoga, hot salt baths, and uh, walking in nature. Okay. Time in nature. You know, I'll if I expend it, so I'll expend a tremendous amount of energy from October one to January twenty seventh at Living Fit Expo, which I call I'm in Expo season. I right. tell my family, my friends. I'm an expo. It takes a lot of time so and a is. lot of energy it and a is. lot of um, but I will, blood, sweat, and tears. So I, we got the last issue of the magazine to press. I took um, three days alone at my cabin okay, in the woods to, to rejuvenate. So best thing I can do for, for the mm-hmm. readers, for the new owner of the magazine, yes. for my staff, right, is to take time uh, away. So I'm, uh, for the first time this February, I always leave and go on a trip. Right after the expo, I'll leave for the beach somewhere, one of okay. these high-end resorts. Sure. I'll schedule a trip where they're hosting me. This year, I'm taking the entire month of February on sabbatical. Are you really? So I let everyone know, yes. That's so, that's so important. <laughs> All right, moving on. Number five, what advice do you have when it comes to personal brand and professional image? Have professional help yes. with these things. Right. Yeah. I'm have looking an at one of the best dressed men in St. Louis. Well, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> I, I have my uh, designers at um, Chico's, the general manager of the store, Sacks, you know, I have my key people that I go to to dress me for each event. Right, it's important um, because you want to marry done. your audience. I get my hair done. I go mm-hmm. to Studio Bronca and get my hair done for my public appearances and when I'm emceeing, um, or just going to a party. Uh, what else do I do? Oh, I ha- I have a life coach. I do. I have a life coach every week. I mean, for I would say over ten years. Mm-hmm. I had one for seven years. I have a new one that's had. Having huge breakthroughs with my new life. It's coach. awesome. Yeah, and um, business coaches. I didn't want to finish my business degree that I started. I told you up at Mizzou, and I would much rather pay someone two hundred dollars an hour to coach me. Right. And with their my coach yes. Erin Joy with Black Dress Partners, she was getting her PhD at WashU the entire time she was coaching me, and I was grateful to hand her $200 an hour to coach me and she's sitting and <laughs> so doing tell, all the work to get her PhD in, in business. So tell us about that. Number six is business tactics. What advice do you have whenever it comes to running a successful business? Same thing. Have the best professionals in town backing you up. Yeah. And have the right people on your team. And spend the money. Yeah. And I think for business owners, it's so key. Uh, and my husband was constantly on me about it. 
uh, don't do everything yourself. I, I ran that Healthy Planet magazine. I did sales. I did the layout and design myself. I pulled all-nighters. But, you know, I was 34 years old. I could sure. handle it. There's no way. <laughs> I could work past 10 o'clock at night anymore. Right. There's just no way. But, uh, you know, I did it, and I ran myself into the ground mm -hmm. four and yeah. a half years. Yeah, even going to yoga and doing the vision quest and everything. And it, it just was my journey to figure out that, you know, the most loving thing I can do for myself is to, to delegate to my staff sometimes. So um, take the risk. Take the risk even though you don't see the money on the books to pay the neck, the help, the employee, you know, take the risk. Take the risk. And I've been a big risk taker, and that just takes having a lot of yeah. faith. Yeah. Well, speaking of faith, that's number seven. What advice do you have whenever it comes to faith and spirituality and life? I just think you have to find a power greater than yourself. Whether you call it the universe, God, Jesus, and, and I know that's a, a very specific religion, um, and there are very specific religions, whatever it is, we need it. We need that connection. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. For me, I connect in the morning when I say spirit time. That is my connection time. Yes. When I put pen to paper with that journal, I connect with, I call it pure source energy. Pure, you know, unlimited possibility. You know, um, that's what I call my higher power. That pure, is pure source energy. That's the energy that Jesus Christ was tapped into, I believe. Yes. So everything Absolutely. else is just semantics. Right. That he was a miracle worker. I've been a miracle worker. Yes. To, to print a million copies of a magazine Absolutely. from Not where I came from. How many people from. have done that? You know? No, I should be living in a trailer park in rural Missouri with three or four baby daddies. Yes. I mean, that was the but track at, I was but on. But look at you now. I got, right? got five-star resorts. I, yeah. I live a big life. So. Man, a lot to be grateful for. Uh, number eight, speaking of, of grateful... Um, it seems like you're very philanthropic. What advice do you have whenever it comes to uh, philanthropy and gratitude? Mm. If we, uh, that goes back to that mental question you asked me, how do I keep my mental energy up? Gratitude lists. Yes. If you're feeling down, if you're scared, if mm -hmm. you can't make, you know, scared of making payroll, whatever, just write a gratitude list and that will shift your that'll shift your perception immediately. Mm -hmm. I, you know, as a single mom and owning the business, the magazine in Colorado, some days it was just, I am grateful yeah. for have a roof over my head. I'm right. grateful. You sure. Know, my son is healthy. I'm healthy. I'm grateful he's in a great school. What's well, tough to be upset and grateful at the same time. Exactly. It's either, it's one or the other. All right, number nine, we touched on it a little bit, but what advice do you have for our listeners whenever it comes to, uh, to leader, leadership and management? Confidence is key, I think. Having confidence, of course, in ourselves, but confidence in our product and confidence in our staff. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, even fake it till you make it. Yeah. You know, again, that's a risk. It's yeah. a risk. I've been letting my entire staff, it's it's a hard practice to stay out of it right. and let them do the work. Sure. It's, Let them figure it out. You know, You're but, not going to be there every step of the way. Yeah, they are succeeding. I've completely stayed out of this ladies' spa night tomorrow night. They have over 100 women coming. 
They uh, got truffles to cater it. They just learned from me. Yes. And they now do it. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it is. And I'm very proud of them. It's just incredible. Man. So, and I... I have more energy to come up with the next idea. <laughs> I mean, the spa lady yeah. spa night came to me in Savasana, which is when you're laying there relaxing after meditation. And so I come in the office Monday mornings, guess what came to me in Savasana? <laughs> They're all like, oh, God, what are we doing now? Oh, no. <laughs> all right, number 10, bringing it home, passion. What advice do you have for our listeners whenever it comes to passion and really finding that passion in your life? You know, just do what brings you joy. Yeah. Whether it's personal life, um, you know, it was a hard road for me to do what I wanted to do, which to publish a magazine. Um, but it, it was worth it. It was worth it because it was tra- the the journey was transforming. I thought we get to live our vision once we've arrived yes. and we're healthy, wealthy, happy, fulfilled, but it's can be the opposite taking the risk and living my vision of publishing a holistic healthcare magazine turned me into healthy wealthy happy fulfilled transformed okay. me in yes. the journey the hardships yes transformed me into healthy wealthy happy fulfilled woman so. stacy absolutely amazing um thank you so much for uh for being here uh for being a part of the level 10 mastery podcast as we close out today any uh any advice for our listeners any calls to action any events coming up or um any books that you'd recommend oh gosh so many books i've read over the years so that extraordinary people lecture series that i bring in yes those are all hay house published okay uh, authors absolutely speakers you know they were and they're just awesome um so any of the Hay House, Louise Hay was a powerhouse, you know, uh-huh. started her business at 60 years old. Um, she just died recently last year. And, you know, she's a she's almost a household name in the spiritual, inspirational. Absolutely. Uh, she's a big name. Out yeah. There. So uh, any of her authors, any and all of them listen to Hay House Radio. Um, you know, if you have quiet time in your office and. You just need a boost. You need support. I would, uh, you know, fire that up on the on your computer and listen while you work. And those are all very inspiring uh, authors and speakers. So. Fantastic. Well, Stacy, again, thank you so much. Level Ten Gladiators, thanks for tu- tuning in to another episode. Um, until next time, get out there and become the best version of yourself. <laughs> <laughs>